yeah, we got this um, interesting list of popular songs. 64 popular songs. Probably won't go through all of them, but a bunch of popular songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s that you just couldn't probably record today. Uh, Especially as sensitive as everybody is today. These are... Uh, this these are amazing. Some of them are absolutely incredible. Yeah, uh, some of them are towards the back mm, of that list uh, mm-hmm. are really crazy because so, there's songs you hadn't heard of before. There's one about like seemingly a mass shooting in a high school. I don't know if you got to that one yet. I haven't. It's like no. how did anyone think this was okay? What uh, what's that song? It's from the '80s. I think it's from Julie Brown. I think is the author. Is the oh. singer. I really? think it, you know, kind of was supposed to be funny. Yeah, uh, doesn't come off as funny these days. No, probably <laughs> in the post Columbine era, does not come off quite as quite as hilarious. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, there, there is that. Um, it's also uh, Independence Day weekend. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, that and much more coming up as we uh, kick off the radio, the last hour of the radio show, in just a few seconds. Stu today for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, got this fun list of songs that you just couldn't record today from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. You won't believe some of the lyrics involved here. Uh, wow. When you think back to the way things used to be and the way they are now, changed quite a bit. Uh, we'll get into that coming up in 60 seconds. All right, so summer has arrived, and with it comes all of those amazing summer holidays. And with things finally starting to return to normal in this country, I'll bet you're looking to spend those holidays with friends and family, cooking up some good food in the backyard while the kids go running and screaming around the yard. Let me take your grilling game and knock it up one level. If you haven't already, I want you to go online and check out Rectech. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes, and it does it with smart grill technology, which means that it maintains perfect temperature the whole time. And that means you don't burn anything like I have time or two or every time until I got a Rectech. It's sleek, it's sturdy. The thing is built out of solid stainless steel. It's a tank. It'll be the last grill you buy. AB, compare the Rectech to the competition. You'll see what I'm talking about. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. That's Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Grant Stuber gear uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program today. Uh, you know, you might think the lyrics today are a little bit iffy and uh, some maybe aren't appropriate 
uh, to be hearing on the radio. He had a list of some songs that um, Spin Diddy went through that uh, <laughs> when you when you look at the lyrics, and these are all songs that you probably knew as a kid or growing up, and uh, they you know it probably didn't hit you that they were anything special or anything outrageous. But when you look at them today with today's eyes, they're pretty outrageous. Yeah, this all started from a thing that happened in the news recently about Indiana Jones. They're doing a new Indiana Jones movie right now, which thankfully, because the Crystal Skull was one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, So I kind of want them to at least attempt to try to salvage the series after what they just did to it. Um, But they're going through this and they talk to uh, Marion from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. You know, she was obviously the, the his love interest in this movie. And l- listen to this scene and see, just listen, do some math in your brain as you listen to this scene. Hello, Marion. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Always knew someday you'd come walking back through my door. I never doubted that. Something made it inevitable. So what are you doing here in Nepal? I need one of the pieces your father collected. I learned to hate you in the last 10 years. 10 years? I never meant to hurt you. I was a child. Mm. I was in love. Wait. He was wrong and you knew it. Mm. You knew what you were doing. Now I do. This is my place. Get out. Mohan, Temigaru, Bolianu. I did what I did. You don't have to be happy about it, but maybe we can help each other out now. So, oh, hey. oh, okay, all right. I she did was, what I did. You knew, you knew what you were doing. I, I, she just said she was a, a child. child. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now she, what? She's maybe twenty-eight now. She's, Thirty. She is saying. Oh, is, it, they're old? now they're doing interviews. But so the, the, what? What prompted this is like this is like the of course dumb ending to the Me Too saga, where now mm-hmm. they're criticizing Indiana Jones. Who is a fictional character right. for his apparent uh, uh, sexual assault of of Marion when she was too young? So they've now asked Marion, uh, the actor who portrayed her, uh, wait, were you like, was there statutory rape going on? What happened? <laughs> and she says she was 16. So... They were, she was 26 mm. in the actual movie. 16. 10 years ago was 16. Wow. Now... Glenn somehow dug out some of the conversations about this scene from like the planning of the movie. And apparently George Lucas was like pushing for her to be like 11. What? Like she's like 21 in the movie and it was 10 years ago and she was 11. And all the other writers are like, uh, I don't know if 11 no. the right number guy. <laughs> I think that might be a little. That's and then Lucas is like, how about 12? No. No. <laughs> so they eventually 12. got him to like 15 or 16. For what? And it doesn't oh mean gosh. anything in the plot, right? It's like, right. it's totally. He right. was just apparently wanted to write a lot about something very weird. So. Wow. This got us thinking about how these things have changed. Because remember, Indiana Jones came out in the 80s, but it, it took place in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So in the 30s, standards were quite, quite different. But even since the 80s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Standards have changed quite a bit. Some some of the yeah. songs that were released back then could not come out today. It, they just it would not happen. Um, should we go through some of these? Because yeah, I, I, some of them yeah. are are kind of amazing. 
Um, okay, Under My Thumb, The Rolling Stones. Yeah, uh, from 1966. It's about um, a power struggle between the, this this couple. And uh, at the time of its release, it was criticized by feminists, even back then, for subjugating the woman to uh, being like a, quote, squirming dog. <laughs> probably wouldn't do that so you couldn't do that today and apparently they didn't even like it back in 1966 uh it's not all sexual stuff though like for like uh, in the summertime no there's fine so if you sung you sang along to that song before you probably said have a drink have a drive it is again like you're not in that order not really supposed to do that uh go out and see what you can find if her daddy's rich take her out for a meal (laughs) if her daddy's poor just do what you feel (laughs) okay yeah not appropriate no no now from the beatles uh the song run for your life i'd rather see you dead little girl than to be with another man Kind of not cool. Yeah, seems like a little over the line. Yeah. Uh, getting better with the Beatles has, uh, I used to be cruel to my woman. I beat her Jeez. and kept her apart from the things that she loved. Okay. You psychopath. That had to be uh, what, Ringo. Ringo. Not good. Ringo, I think, did the, came up with that lyric because he's in here again <laughs> later on. And uh, <laughs> um, of course, your squaw is on the warpath by Loretta Lynn. I think getting better was McCartney's song. Really? I think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, I just feel like Ringo had a. He's got seem a, super appropriate, though. <laughs> Even uh, in this, in, in 1967, you could say that. Right, that doesn't seem right. Had not at all. Your squaw is on the warpath by Loretta Lynn. Has a, well, you leave me at home <laughs> to keep the teepee clean. <laughs> um, then you've got. I mean, some of these are Ahab the Arab, which was by Ray Stevens, a comedy song. Yeah. That that he ch- kind of changed the pronunciation of Arab because. Ahab doesn't rhyme with Arab, Pat. So you had to say Ahab the, the Arab. And of uh, course, that's not how you pronounce it, and they take offense to that. Now, Short People by Randy Newman. I come, you know, that's nah, come on. Jokey and silly. Yeah, jokey and silly. And and it was a a uh, an ironic song. He was being ironic right. throughout it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Now, this one has made news uh, before. I've thought about this one many times. The song features so many taboo subjects, including yeah. forced sex with an underage mm. slave girl. Oof. Probably not the topic you want to lead mm. a very well-known song with. Yes. Some of these, though, are like not as well-known. Uh, one in a Million by Guns N' Roses. I don't remember it. I don't either. 1988 rock song describes Axl Rose's experience getting hustled at a Greyhound bus station when he first came to Los Angeles. In the lyrics, the following groups are denigrated. The police. Well, that one you can totally still do. Mm-hmm. Totally okay to do that one. Uh, black people. And he uses oh. the N-word. Okay, that's wow. not okay. Immigrants and gays calling them the F-word for gays Ooh, in the song. Not good. Not Would not be not, done not, uh, today, in my opinion. Not acceptable. About, uh, China Girl by David Bowie. Yeah. Hard to believe. Um... <laughs> These days, China girls are Asian women. Of course, you can't you can't say China girl mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but he uh, he he's saying now he says that this was about uh, ridiculing stereotypes of Asian. So women. in the sh- almost in the short people sort of yes uh, genre yes. But in the it's really strange because in the in the video for the song he does something with his eyes that uh, you really couldn't get away with today i mean you would be you would be 
canceled. Yeah, not the- <laughs> your songs would not be purchased any hey, longer. Stop AAPI hate David Bowie. <laughs> yes, that's please. what I say. Please. How Island Girl by Elton John. Uh, it's about a Jamaican woman who is quote black as coal, <laughs> oh, who man. works as a prostitute in Manhattan. Uh, a black boy is trying to take her again. Quote quoting black boy is trying to take her back to the island and asks, "What are you wanting with a white man's world?" Probably not going to work today. Uh, <laughs> dire Straits, not. money for nothing is well known. Um, you may remember this. Yeah, they use the uh, f word for uh, gays multiple times. Multiple times. Now that was taken out even back then on some radio stations. Uh, so others just let it play, which you couldn't possibly do today i think and I, if i understand right i think they're still playing the song the way it is which is somewhat surprising <sighs> if they are yeah it is yeah with the f word in it not yeah. bleeped at all because hmm. i mean it's one thing to play a song the way it was it's another thing to perform it live today yeah <laughs> yeah that's Again, dangerous I, I, that's dangerous it's changing these things what does it do does it actually help society probably not no but usually you know just these artists don't want to be on video doing it (laughs) right um ringo star you're 16 there was a lot of these back in the 70s yes about 16 year olds i i don't know why i why pat i i don't know in fact the song my sharona by the knack in 1979 kind of got that band shut down even back then because they were singing about young girls all the time yeah there's a lot of that going and on. And they're like, um, okay, that's creepy. That's that, weird. That was your 16, you're beautiful in your mind. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Ringo Starr. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Now, you think that one would be banned <laughs> because it, or, or, or questionable because you're fat shaming. Like, yes. that's what I would think when I would hear that. However, no, this is the lyrics uh, of the song. But I knew love before I left my nursery. Wow. Uh, okay. What? Left alone with big fat Fanny. She was such a naughty nanny. <laughs> Heat big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. So this this young man seems to have been raped. Uh, that's what I would say oh occurred. You wouldn't think that they'd sing a fun rock song about it later on. No, but you sometimes wouldn't. these things occur. I mean, don't stand so close to me by the police. It's a great song, but the subject matter is... Not great. Yeah. A schoolgirl twice uh, and a teacher twice her age cross a dangerous line by having an illegal and appropriate affair. An inappropriate affair. Not uh-huh. appropriate. And I don't think he ever does in the song. Does he? He's trying to resist her, basically. Yeah, trying He's trying to talk to... himself out of it, yes. basically, is what I would say. Yes. How about Father Figure from George Michael, 1987? Uh, <clears throat> this, I've never, I don't remember this line in the song. That's all I wanted, but sometimes love can be mistaken for a crime so he's basically oh, saying this is like the nambla argument <laughs> you know hey look i mean it's love you guys are saying it's a crime it's actually love not a great idea uh young girl by gary puckett in the union gap young girl get out of my life yeah so young girl get out of my mind my love mind. for you is way out of line Uh oh better run girl you're much too young girl yeah yeah with all the charms of mm-hmm. a woman so she's not a woman uh, you've kept the secret of your youth. You've led me to believe you're old enough to give me love, and now it no- hurts to know the truth. I mean, they just did that all the time. <laughs> How does this happen? In the 60s and all 70s. All these guys thought about were 14-year-olds. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> uh, my Sharona, we talked about a little bit. Uh, hot Legs from Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot Legs, bring your mother to 17 years old. He's trudging 64. 
I don't remember that lyric. I don't either. I, I don't think I knew yeah. that that's what he said until this moment. Really? Yeah. Well, it, that's unfortunately yeah. what he said. Um, so how about Stray Cat Blues? 1968 Rolling Stones. Yeah. I can see that you're 15 years old. No, I don't want your ID. Oh my God. And I've seen that you're so far from home, but it's no hanging matter. It's no capital crime. <laughs> I don't think that's the standard here. No. Mick. And it kind of is a capital crime today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got some more. We'll finish this up. Coming yeah. up in one minute. <laughs> Has a new home crossed your mind? Maybe you want something bigger or you're ready for a new neighborhood. Well, listen to this. Mortgage rates continue to be at historic lows, which means home ownership is incredibly affordable, especially when you work with American Financing because they're top-rated family-owned mortgage lender that has been working for you, helping homeowners for the last 20 years doing what it takes to get you into a home for less. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. A custom loan program to down payment assistance to affordable monthly payments. Their mortgage consultants can do it all without ever charging you any upfront fee, without any high pressure or anything like that. Process simple, straightforward. They're even open at night and on weekends. So get your financial house in order and don't put off your dream home. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 or apply online at americanfinancing.net. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Pat Gray, stupid gear for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We're going over some of these uh, inappropriate songs, songs that were big hits, most of them, back in the 60s or 70s, maybe 80s, even 90s sometimes, yeah. and you just, they couldn't fly today. Uh, our friend Ted Nugent is on this list uh, with Cat Scratch Fever. First time that I got it, I was just 10 years old. <laughs> that's pretty young you to get it. got Cat Scratch Fever at 10? Yeah. That's not good. Mm. I got it from some kitty next door. I went to and see the doctor, and he gave me the cure I think I got it some more. Uh-oh. A 10. A 10. Uh, so. <laughs> that's a youngster. Um, how but about with Ted, Ted Nugent, I would believe that that yeah, that's a, is a true story. Um, how about Winger 17? Oh. She's only 17. Daddy right. says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. It, it, that's a, okay. That doesn't work anymore. Uh, Dance Hall Days by Wang Chung. I freaking loved that song when I was a kid. Dance Hall Days by Wang Chung. Take your... Take your baby by the hair and pull her close and there, 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 and take your baby by the ears and play upon <laughs> her darkest fears? What the hell is okay. going on with that song? Wow, he, that's creepy. It's like he's got her in a mm. hole in his mm -hmm. basement and and he's mm. saying, uh, put the lotion on your skin. How about this Very this creepy. one I'd never I I never uh, did not remember at all. It's called The Homecoming Queen's Got a Gun by Julie Brown. I do remember that. You do? Mm -hmm. Listen, to I mean, again, in the post-Columbine era, uh, Debbie's smiling and waving her gun, picking off cheerleaders one by one. Oh, mm. Buffy's pom-pom yeah. just flew to bits. Oh, no, Mitzi's head just did the splits. God, <laughs> my best friends on a shooting spree. The, the, a similar that was to, supposed to be funny. It was supposed it, to be funny. It's not a real laugh anymore. Anymore, right. Um, There's a um, a song, and I, you know, I'm a Weird Al connoisseur, Pat. Mm -hmm. And Weird Al did a song for Christmas one year. It's called Christmas at Ground Zero. And it was about 
it's a great freaking song and it's basically about you know nuclear war on christmas but ground zero <laughs> at the point that was not fun it was not 9 11 you know oh, yeah he also did a song called trigger happy which you go back to which is basically mm. similar to the gut the song we just did mm-hmm. same thing like super crazy violent imagery it's freaking hilarious but i doubt he ever sings it anymore he's still touring by the way and releasing number one albums so yeah. he's very still very uh, much still active yeah do you know the song midnight at the oasis by maria moldar is that i mean that's it's pretty old 1974 okay uh i know your daddy's a sultan a nomad known to all with 50 girls to attend him they all send him jump at his beck and call but you won't need no harem honey when i'm by your side and you won't need no camel no no when i take you for a ride so that, that probably you probably wouldn't be singing about sultans and harems i will this. say i will say this as you go through these this list of all these songs from these past decades and you realize that they're constantly talking about rock stars talking about having sex with 15 and 16 and 17 year olds. Mm-hmm. We do complain often about how the culture changes, but sometimes it changes for the better. There are certain things yeah. Yeah. that I would say it really shouldn't be acceptable for a rock star to write a song fantasizing about a 14 year old. No. Probably not a good thing and even worse if they're actually doing it but it's incredible how often they wrote songs like that yeah that's all they thought about yeah i, I mean you know dr hook had a song about 16 year olds ringo Starr <laughs> had a song about 16 year olds uh, the uh, rolling stones sang all kinds of inappropriate songs who's, about women who's the person who actually did it didn't somebody like <laughs> imprison uh you always tell me this story. Oh, Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. W- yeah. What's that story again? Uh, he he met a groupie that he uh, really thought was attractive, mm-hmm. and he kind of took her home and he kept her against her will until it finally became. Uh, it kind of came. It became <laughs> consensual after a while. Okay, but he held her <laughs> first. Kept Is her that... from going home, and he was. Oh. I think he was twenty-one at the time or twenty-two. And she was like 14. I mean, Holy it, was, crap. it was a big difference. I'm and pre- it was a huge thing, you would think, today. Back then, the guy was never arrested, never charged with a thing. Kept her for like five years, she was with him. And again, I don't know that if a relationship starts at 14, that it can ever become consensual. Well, that's true. <laughs> right? that, that is true. It was supposedly, yeah. you know, air quotes consensual Consensual. but she was staring she was staying with me of her own free will she really wanted after the first couple years she was (laughs) she loved it at my (laughs) place she never left she really did she really became fond of me after i took the handcuffs off of her in the in the closet i mean jimmy page was a creepy guy yeah yes bizarre stuff and that was just one thing so into the occult and you know all manner of stuff Hmm. uh but Stunner. I love the music. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Nothing better than snuggling up next to the wife at the end of the day, putting on a movie, and then both of you staring slack-jawed at the screen as blood and gore and profanity. And you're like, oh my gosh, can we stop? The kids are in the room. Here's good news. VidAngel connects to your streaming services and allows you to skip all the violence and the gore that you like or don't like. Nobody else is doing this for you. 
You say what's acceptable. VidAngel is also available on all the big market devices out there, so you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV. You have the power now to skip whatever it is in TV and movies, literally at your fingertips. Once you set it up, you can set the preferences, and then you go about your merry television and movie-watching way. Go to vidangelbeck.com today. Enter the promo code BECK at checkout, and you'll get 50% off your first three months. Don't worry, you can cancel at any time. Now just go say yes to your kids and that movie with vidangelbeck.com. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, you can also um, follow me on YouTube, you know, Twitter. Uh, I think I think there's a Snapchat thing or a, <laughs> really? a InstaFace or whatever. You are on InstaFace. I follow yeah, you on Instaface. I am on Inf- yeah. InstaFace. I Probably my so. favorite InstaFace follow yeah. is you. Yeah, yeah. By the way, immediately following this program uh, on Instagram, at Stu Does America, we're going to be doing a live post show. Uh, going oh, are over, you? yeah, I've got doing some, what? Uh, just going over a couple of stories we didn't get to get to today. Okay. Uh, so How do you know we're stuff. not going to get to them? What if we get to them? Then oh, well, they're not scheduled. I'm just going to cancel it. I'm oh, going to okay. completely cancel it. I'll <laughs> update you before the end of the show. But if you All go right. to at Stu Does America and follow uh, me there, mm-hmm. we're going to get that, uh, some live uh, stuff right after this show. Maybe we'll even give away a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen as, as part of the part of the game. I'm doing a six hour marathon event on Instaface immediately following the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just to put you to shame. I just decided it right now. Wait, Six that's... hour marathon InstaFace program. And I'm not even going to tell you what I'm going to be doing on it. Wow. It's going to be a surprise. I'm excited to find to, out. You're going to have to tune into InstaFace <laughs> to find out. Uh, also this weekend, by the way, there's just a few days to take advantage of uh, Kexi Cookies' biggest sale ever because we're, we're picking up the uh, shipping charges for you. You know how expensive it is to ship stuff? Yes. No matter what it is mm-hmm. now. Uh, so if you go to Kexi.com, you'll save big and you can get that uh, delicious new cookie if you want to try it. Uh, the butterbeer cookie. I do want to try it. Really We're, good. Give it to me. <laughs> um, are you going to be giving any cookies away on your InstaFace live stream? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm giving a cookie a minute away <laughs> wow. on InstaFace. Okay, yeah. Now I'm definitely yeah. going to follow for sure. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the inappropriate songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, and, and then we, we, uh, stumbled into one that's maybe as creepy as any we were talking about. <laughs> and I love Aerosmith. I, I, I'm a Steve Tyler fan. He did some weird stuff with his daughter in, um, the nineties. I don't remember exactly how we got to this in the, in, as we were off, but you know, Liv Tyler, who's his daughter. Mm-hmm. kind of was, was this became the sex symbol in the nineties. Yeah. Again, like and this is how the did it 90s. happen? How did she rise to sex symbol status? She got a great gig. She had an incredible yeah, opportunity, uh, like in a, on a music job. video. Yeah, right? a music video. It was done by this band called Aerosmith. Huh. Weird. And it, I think it was amazing, if I remember right. Was that was the name of the song? Yeah. Uh, that she kind of became really the famous in the sex it, symbol. It girl uh, at the time, or was it that or crazy? I think there was a couple of them. And she was a whopping total of <laughs> sixteen years old yeah. at the time. Didn't. Didn't remember that. Wow. Didn't remember that. She was 16 in Amazing. Yikes. 17 in Crazy. Okay. Now, again, it's one thing mm. for someone to hypersexualize 
an underaged girl. It's another when it's the dad. When it's your daughter. Yeah. It seems like a it just makes it a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. You know, we live and we learn here, Pat, and standards do change. And most of them, it seems like recently have been pretty bad changes. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a good one. Yeah, that's it, a good change. It does seem to me that's that you should change. <laughs> and you see the guy. I mean, if that was anybody uh, today. Or in the last five years, you wouldn't see him ever on any broadcast <laughs> channel ever. Yeah. And he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was doing American Idol just fairly, re- well, maybe it's been a while. Four years? Five years ago? Was it American Idol or was it one of the other singing shows that he did? Uh, I don't know. Time goes by so fast. It's hard to it's hard to tell. Are you familiar with this asteroid that's heading toward the uh, our planet, it's not going to hit us, but it's coming close enough that NASA is is sending a probe out to it, uh, and they they it's apparently going to land on the asteroid next year, sometime in 2022, to determine if it contains enough metal. It's supposed this asteroid is supposedly worth ten thousand quadrillion dollars <laughs> because of all the metals in it. Here's the thing. 10,000 quadrillion? If something comes along with that value, it changes the market value of the metal. And so it (laughs) no longer is. And also, I know I want to point this out. Isn't 10,000 quadrillion just 10 quintillion? Why are they saying (laughs) 10,000 quadrillion? What a weird formulation of that. It is very weird. Um, I mean, you'd almost say a million trillion. Yeah. Would be better than 10,000 quadrillion. You're already into the illions that no one ever uses. Maybe they went to quadrillion because nobody's ever heard of quintillion yet, and we just barely got used to trillion. So now they're, okay, we'll just do, eh, call it 10,000 quadrillion. You may not be used to quadrillion yet. You but will soon, be soon. You will be. You will be. You will be. The first spending <laughs> bill that's a quadrillion yes. dollars. I mean, that's probably way off, like middle of. Oh, next year before that happens <laughs> and before that obviously the de- the the deficit hits uh, a quadrillion can't be yeah. that far off what are we at now 40 yeah. something we're yeah. well, i mean our long-term liabilities were at over 100 trillion well over 100 so we're gonna get to one quadrillion sooner than you know i think glenn's quoted like 150 trillion in uh, unfunded liabilities it's it's ridiculous anyway this could help with that if you know you could mine this stuff and bring it back to earth i don't know how you know it's we're not living in armageddon times the movie uh where you can go out to uh an asteroid and, and just start strip mining it <laughs> that i know of because but nasa <laughs> is going to try to drill down into this thing and see if it's valuable what difference does it make are we actually going to do anything with it this thing is called 16 Psyche, and uh, it would make, if you were able to mine the 10 quintillion dollars that are within it, mm-hmm. it would make everyone on earth a billionaire. That's <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. We'd all be like Zimbabwe or Venezuela. Yeah. But uh, if everybody's a billionaire, isn't everybody just equally poor then too yeah it doesn't make a billionaire means nothing at that point you can't do do it this way this does not (laughs) work this way no Uh, i will say though um, i will say the mystery is solved how we got to live tyler which was you mentioned this asteroid then we talked about armageddon then we got to live tyler that's how pathetic we are (laughs) but still not right to put your 17 year old daughter as the sex symbol (laughs) in the video where by the way oh good point 
They are escaping seemingly like a Catholic school in Catholic schoolgirl uniforms. Oh, uh, yeah. This is not a good idea. Just in case you are a parent, and you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> what if I put my own 17-year-old daughter mm-hmm. in my music video? Just a good safety tip? No. 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 Unless it, like, she's like playing piano and... <laughs> You know, there may be there may be an exception to this rule. I'm not thinking of, but mm-hmm. don't make them the sex symbol ever right. in your video. No, dress them in a muumuu or a parka mm. and let them play piano if that's what you want to do. By the but, way, U.S. Uh, unfunded liabilities: one hundred and fifty trillion, seven hundred eighteen okay. billion, nine hundred and four million dollars. I would try to do the. Uh, it's kind of moving much too fast for me to be able to quote more than that. And fifty trillion dollars. But the good it's, thing is, the liability per citizen is only four hundred fifty-two thousand two hundred sixty-seven dollars. Oh, we can all take care of that. That's not a problem. Shouldn't That's be an issue, problem, right? right? No. I, I, thinking uh, about it, they pay that off. All you got to do is print more. They can always make more. And that's the great thing about our money supply. You can always print a few more dollars to cover whatever you might need. And we do. Every single day. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is now you don't even have to use the printing press because you just digitize it all and you just punch in more numbers. It's easy. <laughs> ah, we don't have the money. Yeah, just punch in more more numbers. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know what we'll do is we'll... Uh, We'll keep interest rates low for a little while, and then we'll inch them up uh, for a while. We'll just keep this going. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, it's eventually we're going to run out of time, and eventually you're you know the IOUs are going to come uh, due, and we're not going to be able to pay them. Then what do you do? Then you sell China every piece of land that you own, I guess, because that's the only way we could pay that off. Although there are some experts who say maybe that's the way to do it anyway. I don't know. 888-727-BECK. Also, how about this? Um, Speaking of young kids and inappropriate things, there's this (laughs) book out now for kids from four to eight years old. Four to eight. Mm. Called Maxine Gets Her Vaccine. See, that rhymes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it does rhyme. It makes it really acceptable. And uh, interesting to children. And what you should do is uh, experiment with vaccines on four to eight-year-olds. I don't know. I don't understand why you would do this. I really don't. Four to eight-year-olds rarely get the disease. And when they do, it doesn't seem to be serious, right? Right. We were just talking about the uh, death rate in zero to 19-year-olds. And that rate is (laughs) 0.2. Zero percent. So well, you're rounding, but yes, yes, <laughs> it's very, very low. Look, the death rate is very, very low. Very low. I will. You would also note, of course, though, that you know the there's no reason to believe the vaccine death count is any higher than zero point zero on anybody in that age range either. But it seems like both activities are very low risk. Yeah, uh, I don't know why <clears throat> per se. I, I think the reason is they they think this is stalled. Like the vaccinations for adults that is the reason have slowed. I believe so. They think they can get parents who are very pro vaccine to vaccinate their kids and get the numbers higher. Yes. So maybe we can hit you know a herd immunity or close to it. Yeah, they're they're trying to get us over that seventy percent right uh, range. We are at, by the way fifty four point six percent of all people in this country are vaccinated. Is that fully vaccinated? Full, no, that's one dose. But again, oh, okay. I don't think that's all that notable. 
almost everyone who gets one dose dose gets another dose mm-hmm. uh and in addition to that one dose does a, a pretty good amount when it comes it doesn't do as much as two doses as far as uh, your immunity goes but it does a pretty it gets mm-hmm. you a, a, a good way there so mm-hmm. 54.6 they think the number is somewhere between maybe 70 and 80 percent for actual herd immunity but i got news for you herd immunity does it come around when you have open borders does herd immunity ever arrive when you have a country directly to your south that has very low percentage of their population vaccinated? When you have Brazil, mm-hmm. which has been raging out of control this whole time, they have not had these waves. They have been raging right. out of control for a year and are still multiple thousands of people dying every day from COVID, and, 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 even though they are not barely testing anybody in the country and all of that is going on to our south we also are going to start allowing flights and all of these other things you know you wonder what mm-hmm. herd immunity means in a, in a global scenario like this it's going to be an issue for a while so i don't think chasing herd immunity makes all that much sense you should say what you should do is say here's the evidence of the vaccine if you think it's good you should take it if you don't think it's good, you shouldn't take it, and then people can move on with their lives and, huh. and asso- really? assume That's the risk theory? associated with if both If you want to take it, take it, and if you don't, don't? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Liberty? Freedom there? <laughs> it does seem like... <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. By the way, uh, yes, we're not at herd immunity. That's true. We're not going to be at herd immunity, probably. Maybe mm. ever? I don't know. We'll see. But our... Cases are down 95%. Wow. Our deaths are down wow. 93%. We're not going to get everyone vaccinated. There's wow. no reason to believe it could ever be possible, nor should we try it. Yeah. I mean, nor should we sit here and say and try to mandate vaccines for everybody so that everybody gets them. There's no reason to do that. We're in the we're down in the mid 90s here. We've we've crushed this virus to mm-hmm. the point uh, that it is now sort of just another thing. It's another, it is it, right now at like levels of the flu, right? I mean, it's a, it would be a really bad flu year right now. But, you know, we get it down to 100, 150 deaths per day. I don't want people to die. I, don't, I want it to be zero. Yeah. But like, that's the sort of a, a risk that the American people, I think, are generally speaking, comfortable with. Yeah. Um, so the over, again, about 90% of people over 65 are already vaccinated. Those are the people who are most vulnerable. That's why the deaths are down 93%. And that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a good percentage. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's time to stop saying inflation is on the way. You know and I know it's already here. What's on the way, according to Bank of America, is transitory hyperinflation. Great. Have you noticed how your groceries are going up? That's not the price of things going up. That is the value of your dollar. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. We're not making the goods, and we've pounded dollars out. So, gold. I highly recommend gold and silver because in the end, 
the world always comes back. Everything that glitters is not gold, according to Rudyard Kipling's famous poem. Uh, there is a real reason to have physical gold. Call them right now. Talk to them about the 6% free precious metals promotion for self-directed IRA acquisitions at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Glenn returns a little over a week. 888-727-BECK. We were just going over the numbers of the COVID situation. They're really astounding right now. I didn't even realize the peak uh, infection rate that we hit back in January. I, I thought the peak infection rate was about 70,000, you know, 75,000, somewhere in there. Yeah. The actual number was, was uh, 251,084 per day over a week. And the reason wow. why you don't remember it likely was that occurred on January 8th. 2021 oh, and they were focusing on the worst the worst insurrection in american right. his world history more world history that's really right. <laughs> <laughs> the worst insurrection attempt ever attempted in global history well, over one person was killed well not over one but one person was right. killed who happened to be part of the insurrection right so the death rate is what uh now we're down we went from 251,000 on average per day now we're down at 12,000 wow per day so we're down 95 percent on that 93 percent on deaths i mean people who don't who Jeez. think people are still Incredible. getting banned for saying the pandemic is over yeah and look we're just in a totally different area of this for I sure. mean, i, I no think question. with people having the access it is over yep we will see you again on tuesday have a great independence day weekend this is the glenn Beck program